Hi, this is David Anthony with The Grip, gaining relevant, innovative perspectives. And man, we're back. Man, we have had a wonderful time during the summer, just kicking back, learning a whole lot of things. And guess what? Getting ready for you to bring you this new season. And I'm so excited about what's going to be happening, what's going to transpire. A lot of new guests, a lot of new angles, a lot of new positions, opinions, perspectives, all right here on The Grip, gaining relevant, innovative perspectives. And I am just thrilled, uh, man, to have the opportunity to invade your space once again. So put it on the lock. Man, this fall uh, at 12 noon that you're going to join us and we're going to uh, have a good time. Uh, I'm excited because I met a uh, up and coming uh, rising star um, at a program um, that I was invited to participate in. And man, when she stood up with poise and all that great uh, uh, queenly um, presence about herself. I said, man, this is the kind of person I need to help me kick off the new season. And so we are so delighted today to uh, welcome Amaya, who is a graduate of the NC Nursing Academy. Congratulations, lady, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Well, I'm telling you, um, you are a graduate and things are starting to move forward uh, in your life. And I just wanted to bring you on to kind of discuss your journey to talk about it just a little bit. Tell my listening audience what made you decide to go into the healthcare field in the first place. Well, I will say growing up, I have always gone to the doctor. My parents, um, I was fortunate enough to be able to have parents have good insurance, good jobs. I provide them insurance. So, you know, my routine doctor visits and I loved going to the doctor. I had, oh. <laughs> and I know that's so nowadays, a lot of people can't say that, but the doctor, the dentist, I was like, oh, my dentist appointment, let's go. I'm excited. Um, I grew up having great healthcare professionals in my life. That made me excited. You know, the tiniest paper cut, I'm like, can we please go to the doctor? Because I just enjoyed going to the doctor. I was never I <laughs> Um. So I feel like that was part of it. I definitely did not foresee myself going into healthcare at all until about um, 2019. Okay. I left my four-year university. Wow. And, like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. You know, the goals, the track I had was just not what was happening in life anymore. And as I like to say, life was lifing. So I started to research what are different career fields that I could go into. I don't think I want to go to a four-year university. What can I do instead that will still be profitable? I can still help people, but I don't have to have a four-year education or beyond for it. Um, and so I was kind of stuck in that space. And that's when I started researching more healthcare fields, because there's a lot where you only need maybe a credentialing or maybe a two-year program. You don't necessarily need four years of master's and beyond. Gotcha. Um, and then in 2021, I ended up getting very sick, very sick. Oh, the point where I could actually I couldn't walk. Um, mm. There was a day where I was unable to speak. I was in and out of the hospital and out of doctor's offices and no one knew what was going on. Wow. That was my first experience with bad health care. Oh, my. Um, and after that point, I wanted to make sure that there was no person that felt how I felt in that moment. Mm. Um, 
I had a few people that were listening that really cared, that made a big impact. But for the most part, there was people that were just like, well, we don't know what's wrong with you. Like, you'll be okay. And so after that, I decided, you know, I do, I am passionate about healthcare. I do want, if people are sick with even the slightest thing, them to know there's someone that cares. There's wow. someone that's here for you. I may not understand what you're going through physically, mentally, any of that, but I'm here to like walk with you through that process, through that journey. And so that kind of fueled my passion even more to be a part of healthcare. Wow, that's an amazing story. Uh, and I'm glad that you shared that with my listening audience today, especially the mere fact that you started out at a uh, four-year institution uh, looking to pursue a degree and it wasn't working for you. And then you were okay with stepping away from that, but um, not okay with not doing anything. You said, okay, this is not working, but that does not mean that I can't make a contribution to society. And you had to go through that, that whole process of, you know, what is everybody going to think? What is everybody going to say? How's this thing going to work out? But you made it happen. And I think that that is commendable because it's not for everybody. Everybody's journey is different. And, and if you don't follow your journey, uh, you're not going to get where uh, you ultimately are supposed to be. And so I, I was really featuring upon uh, you making that uh, that decision and then finding something else. And you said research is what helped you to do that. You started looking and saying, OK, what am I going to do? And, and how am I going to make this happen? So kudos to you uh, that you're now into the health field. But man, what a story about being sick and all that you went through during that time. Did you think perhaps that this was some type of sign to you? Like, OK, um, I'm nudging you to go into the healthcare field since, you know, all of this has happened to you. What what did you what what revelation did you get from your own experience of sickness? Um, did it push you into it more? I was in the moment. I was very angry with God. Oh, I wow. Not understanding. I, you know, I grew up very religious and I mean, God has done amazing things in my life, my parents' life, my family's life. Gotcha. When this happened, when I got sick, I was like, God, typically, you know, when things happen, I can understand you have a greater plan for me. But in this moment, what is the plan? What do you have for me? Because I'm not understanding. Um, and I feel like anything he was trying to tell me during that season, I was not going to listen to. I was not. Signs. I was like, man, you are not cool right now because why do you have me going through this? Um, but afterwards, and definitely during ref reflecting and praying and, and talking to my parents, I think it was also a season of telling me to slow down. Mm. I am the type that tries to do everything I can. I get FOMO, fear of missing out. I don't want to miss anything. I always want to hang out with my friends. And I feel like God was telling me, slow down, um, enjoy your family, enjoy your time here on this earth, really appreciate all you have around you. And I do think it also did help me when it comes to what I want to do and with healthcare. Because um, it was problems with my heart, which ultimately led to everything. And so even when I was getting my um, ultrasounds on my heart, you know, just talking to the girl that was doing it, she graduated from a program that I was interested in. So I was kind of able to talk to her. My mom was able to talk to her while we were going through it. And I think it did also help me um, be more empathetic and realize 
you know, I already had worked in a doctor's office previously to me getting sick. And so I think it also helps me be more empathetic with the patients I was working with to understand where their frustrations were coming from when they were calling. And at first I'd just be like, gosh, you're so dramatic. But then after that, I was like, no, I get it. Like, I understand because when I was in that position, I felt the same way that you're feeling. So I definitely think it helped me just when it came to people and just understanding people a lot more and understanding, you know, when you're sick, it's not fun. No matter how small it is, no matter how big it is, it's just not fun. And you want people there to understand. So I definitely wow. think God was was helping me in that area for sure. That's powerful because um, there are so many uh, individuals, especially um, um, persons around your age um, who are experiencing different things. And for you to be able to articulate, hey, me and God not cool right now. Um, and and I, I love that phrase, me and God not cool right now. But that didn't mean that you were ditching God and you were done with him. It was That was the way you were expressing, I don't understand what's going on and I need some answers. Um, and, and I'm glad that in your searching um, that you started to be able to um, ease up a little bit. And uh, hopefully you and God got back on the same page. <laughs> We're good now. <laughs> okay. And uh, But you had a village. Um, and uh, I'm big on village, uh, especially this year. Uh, your parents and others, you know, that help you kind of navigate that. And um, when you said, I didn't know the plan, I have any earthly idea what the plan was or what was going on, but somehow now things have started to become clearer for you. And that's when you uh, find yourself in the NC um, uh, Nursing Academy program and being a graduate. Talk a little bit about what that experience was like. Yeah. So I was, um, I initially joined the program because I want to be an ultrasound tech, which is my end goal. And the program I want to be in, you have to be a registered CNA or EMT, something of the sort. So I was doing some research, found myself at NC Nursing due to one of my dad's friends having a connection with the school. Um, I was very nervous. I did not know what to do. I work in a doctor's office, but I'm not necessarily hands-on with the patients. I'm more on the clerical side. Gotcha. So it was my first time really um, going to be experiencing that. And when you're working with people in that capacity, you want to make sure you're doing it right. <laughs> you know? That's right. I really wanted to make sure that I was learning everything I could um, to just do good at my job at the end of the day. And the program itself, I I loved it. I love Miss Amanda, who um, is our main teacher in the program. She's firm, but fair. And I like that because just because she's firm, we still know that she really cares about you. She really cares about what you're going to do in the world. She really cares about the patients that you're going to have in the future, even though she doesn't know who they are. She wants to make sure that you're as well equipped as possible um, to go into any workforce, any workspace, and be able to do the best you can do. And I feel like that made me a lot more comfortable knowing I had a teacher that genuinely cared about what we were going into the world to do, because you know that they're going to teach you everything in their power that they can. So um, the interaction with all the other students and hearing their stories, what was that? What was that part? Because I'm sure working some sometimes in groups or having to have study sessions and stuff. 
What was that part of the experience like? Because if, if I'm correct, when I saw you all graduate that night, I saw um, a variety of ages. I yeah. mean, it, it wasn't all just individuals your age. I mean, I, I saw some seasoned persons in life taking this journey as well. So what was that like? It was actually very cool. I actually really liked that because we can all learn from each other in different ways um, because we've all been through so many different things in life. And it was fun. I mean, initially it's awkward. You're like, I don't know what to say to you. Like, hi, you know, my name is. Right. But I thankfully was in class with a lot of jokesters. So we will all just kind of give each other the face like, girl, I don't know what I'm doing. And <laughs> do it or really we gave each other confidence a lot of times when we would do stuff. Um, a lot of the hands-on things we would have to do in our skills portion, it was like, girl, you got this. Like, why are you nervous? You know what you're doing? Um, which was really nice because you do have a lot of self-doubt. So when you have other people that are like, you're good, you got it. And just feeding off of each other's energy um, was really good. And the age thing, to be completely honest, you initially notice it, of course, when you're sitting there and you're like, wow, we're all so different. But right. as class went on and as we were working together, it was such a non-factor and so many things that we did that you're like, oh, I forgot you're like 20 years older than me. Like we just click and we're just all doing the same thing. Um, so that was pretty fun to be with all different types of people. Now you talked earlier about um, the experience that you had um, growing up with having healthcare, going to the doctor and the dentist, and I'm glad you like the dentist and, <laughs> and all that other kind of stuff. Cause I, I know there's some kids trying to get them to the dentist is, is an all out fight. So, you know, I'm glad you had good experiences, but then you said you were challenged with the healthcare system a little bit because here you are now as a patient and you're experiencing it completely differently. Mm -hmm. um, if you were to think about one thing or something that healthcare wise could be changed that you think needs to be upgraded or we need to take another look at, what would that be since you've had, you know, um, the perspective from both sides? I think um, personally, just, I think listening. Mm. And I know you're like listening, but I think a lot of times, especially now um, after COVID happened and a lot of people, you know, they might be sick. They might not really be sick. They might just be feeling some type of way. But I feel like the way the world works, the way the world is working, listening to what people are saying, right? Because just because I've had a really busy day and this is my 30th patient for the day and I really want to go home to my kids doesn't mean, okay, let me just tune the patient out and try to get them in and out as quick as possible. Mm. Let me sit down. Let me take the time. Let me listen to what you have going on. Um, because that changes a lot of things, just listening. And I think it also in the reverse, you know, the patient listening to the doctor, I feel like now with the internet and the WebMD and let me Google my diagnosis, um, there's sometimes, especially with the way trust is in healthcare, you don't want to really listen to the healthcare professional. You know, you don't like what they're saying. Let me go get three different opinions, where in some cases that is necessary. But I feel like listening, just trying to really understand what the other person is saying to you, what they want for you, um, understanding like, okay, this patient is not necessarily just being dramatic. They're really, they're really hurt or they're really sick, or this is really going on and vice versa. You know, the doctor is not just ordering tests just for fun. You know, they want to really make sure that I'm okay, that they're finding everything out, that they're overdoing it just in case 
you know, something deeper is a situation. So. And I think we can learn from that for all um, aspects of our lives, just being willing to take, you know, two or three more minutes and listen and hear somebody out and give them an opportunity to express themselves. That can be therapeutic in itself. Yeah. Um, just allowing that. So you said something major there that if um, in your career you add that empathy component and that willingness just to listen, um, it'll carry you a long way. And I think that's not just healthcare wise. I think that's in anything um, that we do, just trying to hear others and just really know what they're feeling and what they're going through. Sometimes that might be even greater than the medicine that might be be, be prescribed um, for an individual. So I'm glad uh, to hear you share that. And my listening audience, I hope that you can you know, grab hope to that and apply that to something that you've got going on. If you just tuned in, this is David Anthony with The Grip, gaining relevant, innovative perspectives. I have been sitting here talking with Maya. She's a recent graduate of NC Nursing Academy. That is a program housed right here in the gas house doing amazing things. I had the opportunity to go and be a part of the graduation ceremony. And this is where I've met this uh, rising star. Were you nervous that night when you got up to give your speech? I was. I was because the last time I did a speech at a graduation was in high school and I bawled like a baby the whole time I was talking. Oh, <laughs> um, part of it was nervousness. Part of it, I had been at the same school my whole life, so sadness. Um, so even when I posted on Facebook that I gave a speech, people were commenting, no tears, right? So I was, I was a little nervous. I was hoping that I articulated everything and I didn't just, you know, read from the paper the whole time. I made eye contact. So trying to keep all that in mind while speaking, but I think it did pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did an amazing job. I'm going to tell you what really got me is when I when uh, I, I was placed in the seat next to you and you said, are you a pastor? You're giving away that pastor vibe. And I was like, okay. And I meant to ask you, what was the pastor vibe? What what was that all? <laughs> what was I doing? <laughs> it was just the way you carried yourself. You know, you had the suit on. Um, I think someone was talking. I can't remember who it was. It was after I said the pastor vibe, but you were doing the, mm -hmm, you know, while they were speaking. And I made sure I needed um, uh, faster by, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And, um, you know, making connection prior to the time and, and learning a little bit about you is one of the reasons why I wanted you to be able to share. And I didn't know that your story was as amazing as it is. And so I'm really glad um, that you've stopped by. One more um, point here before we go on today. What's next on the horizon? What are you doing now that you graduated from NC? Um, nursing Academy. What's what are you doing? What's what's next? Yeah, so I just recently accepted a position um, within Novant to be a CNA for their pediatric department and downtown Charlotte. President. Hey, congratulations! So I'll be starting that in the next couple of weeks, and then, like I said, continuing my education to become an ultrasound tech is the main end goal here. Um, so I should be starting that program in the spring, around January area, the spring semester at South Piedmont Community College um, to get the ball rolling for that. So that's what's next for me. So what's the fascination with the ultrasound tech? So, yeah, talk, talk a little bit about that before we go. 
Yeah, first it was because the program was two years, and I was like, great, two years of school. <laughs> I feel you. I hear you. Um, two years of school, you make really good money coming out. You're pretty much guaranteed a job when you finish school. So I was like, I can buckle down for two years to just get this out the way. Um, but also, like I said, going back to when I was sick, getting you know the ultrasound on my heart, and I that was the first time I had really experienced ultrasound for myself personally. Right. And after that, it kind of confirmed, like, yeah, this is really what I wanted to do. It was just very fascinating to see how the whole thing worked. Um, and also, it's not that invasive. I'm not really seeing a lot of blood and things of that nature. But you still are having a one-on-one -on -one relationship with the patient. You're still able to talk to them about what they're going through, make sure they're okay, help calm them down. And I was like, yeah, I really actually enjoy this. And in more research and videos I was watching, I said, yeah, uh, this is something I could do and excel in it, not just do it to make money. But I feel like you also have to be passionate about what you do to have fun. And I was like, I could, I could have fun in this career. So, yeah. Great. Well, Amaya, thank you so much for stopping by the grip on today and sharing with me um, on uh, everything that is going on uh, with you. Uh, we wish you uh, the best as you start your new job and as you um, start making your way with school. And um, we're going to continue to just um, keep you lifted as you go forth. And perhaps your story today will touch the lives of someone else and encourage them to say, hey, not going to give up. Let me do some research. Let me figure out where I can go and what I can, uh, what I can contribute uh, to society. So thanks so much for stopping by. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Great deal. Keep on pressing, keep on going forward, and um, down the road, we'll catch up with you again and see how things are going forth and what amazing things you have discovered as you take that journey into the healthcare field and uh, caring for others. All right? Thank you so much. All right, take care. All right, David Anthony here with The Grip, gaining relevant, innovative perspectives. I got new music. Man, it's going to be dropping. Check it out. Uh, man, it's going to be all on different uh, platforms. I'm excited about it. I hope you're excited about it. All right. And we'll look forward to hanging out with you, doing it all over next week. I'll holla. Peace. <laughs>